Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. A podcast where a husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question. Who's right and who's wrong? Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Met My Match. I'm Shelby. And I'm Chris. <laughs> On this episode, we're actually be doing something a little fun for us, and maybe it might be fun for you guys if you ever thought about trying the new Bud Light seltzers. Mm-hmm. So they came out with this recent flannel pack, which is actually covered in flannel. Uh, the various flavors are maple pear, toasted marshmallow, pumpkin spice, and then apple crisp. So the first one I have open right now is pumpkin spice, which I think even on the last episode we talked, or a couple episodes ago we talked about yep. is pumpkin spice going too far. And I think this might this, be one of the ones. This I think was something I was thinking about, and we may not have touched on the seltzers and the, these crazy flavors, but um, we're going to go ahead and try this one. Yes, pumpkin spice has gone too far. Okay, we're, we come to the conclusion. Pumpkin spice has indeed gone too far. So as she tastes that. Okay, that's weird. Uh-oh, not good? I don't know. It tastes like a diet something. So it does have that flavoring that like most pumpkin flavored like coffee or Yeah, it's got other that things have. It added to very beginning and the rest of it's just like a sad seltzer water. Yeah, kind of. So not it's not, not even that fizzy. No, it's not. Yeah, so most seltzers are a little fizzy. This one's kind of I want to say flat i guess it tastes like a really bad diet soda (laughs) yeah kind of unfortunately so it's not i I, I will say this i will not since we have them in the house i will keep we're gonna keep drinking them we're gonna mix them with something yeah we're gonna we're gonna mix them with something but i will say so it tastes like it has the first taste of the pumpkin cake you made Mm -hmm. but without the enjoyment of it oh yeah 100 percent um while we talk about this though or go through these and tasting them. We don't know if it... Do I know if it today uh, is a Bones Day or no Bones Day? I I <laughs> can't remember if we looked that up or not. So for those I did not. I haven't who have not today. caught on to the internet phenomenon... Phenomenon? Phenomenon. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, uh, the internet phenomenon that is uh, Noodle the Pug. So we well, recently found on TikTok and actually made it all the way to Today's Show and a couple other big news stations was this guy took his 13-year-old pug and he would gauge how his day is going to go by whether he had bones or no bones. The test being that he'd wake up in the morning, uh, wake his pug up, stand his pug up, and if his pug stood yeah, up... Yeah, pick him up. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bones day. If he brought his pug up to stand up and his pug lay down, it's a no bones day. Which means just like... Which kind means... Kind of like a, bur- like a meter for like good day or bad day or kind of like give a shit versus like all right it's an excuse to like be lazy or like not do anything that day or not go to work maybe pretty much it's sweeping the nation and i love it the hilarious thing about it was um at some point a bunch of people got on saying uh seriously saying that it was witchcraft because they're using an animal to tell the future which is insane in and of itself because obviously most people are I, i doubt anybody's sitting there saying using the pug is the only way i guide myself through life yeah so now we're trying the apple crisp flavor. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, the apple crisp tastes like most any kind of light apple-ish it's flavored not, type it's beer. It's not too bad. Yeah. It kind of tastes like a 
bit of a cider anyway, like a very light cider. Yeah, I would say anything with the apple in it probably is going to lean on the cider. So yeah, that's I'd say yeah, it definitely leans on like a seltzer cider, if you will. That's significantly better than the pumpkin spice. <laughs> I'll keep drinking the pumpkin spice then. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, do we want to try? Let's see. What is this one? Before Toasted... we get before we get to that, okay. Let's get to uh, something that I had brought up at some point. And I wanted to actually talk about because I feel like I feel like they they're connected somehow. So anytime, uh, and I've seen this a thousand times, women have complained about guys not understanding. Uh, faster means faster, and harder means harder. Harder, <laughs> harder, harder doesn't mean faster, and faster doesn't mean harder. And there's like, al- there's always like the during, jokes during yeah, sex. During sex, there's always a joke that uh, the opposite sex never understands that correctly. Well, I realized. When you were scratching my back one day, I said, hey, can you scratch my back a little harder? And what did you do? I did it faster. And then I said, no, stop. And I said, higher. Where did you go? I don't remember that. You part. went lower. I went lower? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, that, you did the opposite of what you yes, needed. Yes, and that's when it dawned on me. A, a back scratch for a man is the exact same thing as like the intensity a woman wants when having sex. And then just the guy gets it wrong. The woman gets it wrong it's as like we well. Wanted, he was like... Not faster, Jesus. Like, we're not trying to, like, go to like, races like here. Like, I'm telling you, hey, dig in your nails and scratch my back. And you go, oh, that means go up and down faster. It's like, that's not what that means at all. But at the same time, I don't want to, like, completely exfoliate your back with my fingernails. And I don't want to, like, draw blood either. Well, see, that's different. You could have said, hey, I don't want to draw blood. Not, oh, I'll just move faster. <laughs> I panicked, okay? I panicked. But what do you, what, what do you think men do when women when women scream faster? They panic too. Or I don't know scream, about huh? yeah. I was like, I don't know about no. faster. Or it's even like whenever um, uh, during foreplay, something like that, instead of doing it harder. I don't know. It's is like, that is that you like, telling me that I suck at foreplay? No, <laughs> but I've had some sucky foreplay. So you've had some foreplay. That's oh, gonna yeah. be interesting for your sister to hear who listens to the podcast. Shout <laughs> oh, well. out to Shelby's sister <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we're going to try toasted marshmallow. That just, mm, that's a candle flavor. I'm not sure if it should be a seltzer flavor. So the hilarious thing about that is I think you had talked about toasted marshmallows would be the worst. And so far, I think it's going to be hard to top pumpkin spice. Oh, this is weird. It oh. kind of tastes like, okay, I'll let you try it first before I say anything. But that's weird. Um... I don't, it tastes kind of like coffee. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Do you get the coffee flavor? Yeah, so it has that, um... It definitely I, smells like a air freshener. I want to say, I want to <laughs> say it's probably their version of what they consider to be smoky. Yeah, so That's, somebody, somebody told me that they tried all these, and they're like, it legit tastes like how you think scented candles would taste. <laughs> like, you know, like, all these are basically candle scents. And they've put flavor to them. But you would think toasted marshmallow, that's going to be, it's a little sweet. It's a little sweet. Um, but I don't, I don't know how I feel about it quite yet. I would say, I would say definitely. It's not my favorite. That's candle tasting like. I got like an just, aftertaste just, now. just the smokiness of it. I could definitely. It's not too smoky. It's just like. Really sweet in the beginning and like coffee at the end. Ugh, it's weird. Uh, we, we probably should have got a palate cleanser. My palate cleanser currently is I, keep, is I keep retasting the pumpkin spice one. 
because Cleanse I'm like, water. maybe it would taste better after a little bit. Nope, it still tastes exactly like pumpkin still spice asshole. Still tastes like, wow. <laughs> it went pretty far off there. I, it, it tastes like what I imagine that SNL skit where they talked about different pumpkin spice products and it got to the point where like, pumpkin spice douche. Yes, exactly. Like, it, okay, it, we've gone too far. Yeah. Like, Speaking of SNL, there was a skit on last week's um, where it was two, a couple at a bar and I think they had lost money like playing slot machines or something like that. They were at a casino. And um, Keenan, who's on the show, I don't know who he was playing. I guess he was just like playing some, a rich guy. Some rich guy. Okay. Uh, said, hey, I bet you, or I know, I'll give you $5 million to sleep with me. And so it was, it was a married couple. Uh, yeah. And it, it was the exact concept from, I, I'm pretty sure, Indecent Proposal. Oh, I have no idea what that is. It, it's a movie. But the oh. whole idea is basically the rich man offers the husband, because it was in the 90s and they made that movie. So obviously the husband's in charge of everything. Um, the woman <laughs> has no, it's a, also it's a movie in the 90s. So women has no bod- bodily autonomy for themselves. Ask the husband, hey, I'll give you millions of dollars for me to sleep with your wife. Yeah. And then it go- the movie goes a whole conundrum. But the joke being the SNL skit is that Keenan is obviously has absolutely no money. Yeah. And is just trying to sleep with her. Um, to the point where they get to the point, like, I'll pay you 10 bucks. He's like, what? Don't fuck you off. <laughs> you keep changing it. Yeah. But, like, the, the, the idea was, is, like, would you sleep with somebody to get five, $5 million if you were in a relationship? Which was one of our data disputes. Which yes. our, our new data dispute is now we're changing the name to weekly dispute because apparently me putting data dispute was not a good idea because we don't do it every day. We don't do it every day. So now it's now it'll become weekly disputes. Or our Monday Mayhem. I have no idea. Oh, Monday Mayhem dispute. <laughs> the MMD. MMD. We're dropping mm. the MMD. Okay. But, but back to the question. Yeah, um, this is how we both get trapped because I was like, I mean, it's $5 million. Oh, I think I, I would totally... For $5 million, I mean... I would, I, I would take that. Would I, I would too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. Because yeah. at could, first we were like, is this how we get trapped? With $5 million, we could pay for the therapy to get us through that. I mean, it wouldn't be that much therapy. We'd just be like, we got $5 million. Just forget about it. Yeah. We'll just pretty, buy a house. I, I bought a you car. a boat. I bought you two boats. There you go. I bought you a boathouse and a car. I don't I, even remember what we were mad about. I bought you a million falcon. That's more for me. That's though. for, that's for you. Yeah. That's, that's more me. You're like, oh, I'll buy myself a toy. How dare you? I bought you a million falcon. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, okay. It's fine. It's well, amazing what you can forgive for $5 million. Yeah, exactly. I think you could forgive a, quite a bit, especially if, if you're you're in agreement, I'm in agreement, Actually, that if somebody were to approach us. Next question. And, what What is the lowest you would sleep with someone for? Oh, gosh. Lowest? Say we were not married. What is, say, say, say we were in a relationship, you were single. What is your, I would be a whole money? Now I'm afraid to say. Now you're afraid to say because your sister's listening? No, because <laughs> if I say it, you're like, that's it? That's what little amount it takes? Um, maybe like... To be fair, you slept with me after I bought you dinner, so I already know what the amount is. I'm cheap. I'm super cheap. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> you're uh, very small. You don't have a big stomach. I would say... Either like 50 grand or 75,000. Well, that's, that's not bad. Because that could get yeah. me somewhere. Yeah. That could be a good, that's a good chunk of money I could put towards like house. Honestly, that that's much higher than mine. <laughs> I'm thinking finances in the future. Mine's, mine's like probably around 10 because not many people are out there paying to sleep with overweight men. Wow. He likes to um, dig it himself. I'm a little overweight. I got some punch. I got the, I got the COVID 50. 
COVID 50. Yeah. I thought it was just like COVID 19, 19. Like you just gained 19. I'm pretty sure I gained. I'm actually, I'm pretty, I think I gained like 20 pounds probably. I haven't weighed myself in a while. Well, you look fine. I think you look great. Except when I take my shirt off. Even the cats turn away. Even the cats. It's just all the body hair. Yeah. That's all. They're intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. Look at all that hair. He is a God among men with all that hair. It is. You could just like braid it. But you, you won't let me. You braid it. You won't let me. What part of my hair could you braid? The back. I don't have. No, actually. Or funny, actually, no, the chest funny, hair. It's funny chest enough. Hair. The back, my back is the least hairiest part of my body, which is longer. weird. Those hairs are longer. They're longer? Yeah. How do you know that? I've, I, I see forgot. your back you, more than you do. You scratch my back improperly. Also, I've, I've shaved your back oh, twice. Oh, yeah, you back. Right, yeah. yeah. Because, of course, I had to go to Disney with the shaven back. <laughs> I want to be nice and smooth for the water rides that we only went on, like, one. Two. Two. Two water rides. Cali River Rapids and what was the other one? Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah. I which, digress. Which we got to go on what was still Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Before it turned into... Um, uh, I don't know what it Princess is. Princess and the Frog. The Prince and the oh, Frog. Oh, now it is? It's changing? Or well, it no, no. That, 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 was, that was the plan. Oh, okay. Um, which surprisingly a lot of people get get angry about um, when Disney changes rides. Not realizing they change all their rides like about every 20 years to keep them updated. People yeah, it keeps it fresh and it keeps probably the um, other... Parts of like animatronics and things updated too. Yeah, because I think uh, <clears throat> uh, that ride is so old to the point people don't actually remember the actual cartoon that it belongs to. I I have no idea. Kind of like how the Winnie the Pooh ride used to be the Mister Toad ride. Because the Mister Toad ride was too scary. No, nah, it was just old. Oh, same I, thing. There was one ride. At, we won't get too too far into it. Uh, but there was one ride that apparently was like too scary. And it was oh, the Snow White ride or something like that. And it was too so scary. It was, yeah, it was the Snow a White ride. ride. It was a dark ride. So dark rides for like most parks and all that are usually rides where, like it says, very dark. And the darkness is used to kind of hide certain things and uh, keep the darkness and light up spots. So that way it gives you kind of a different idea of where you are. Yeah. Augments your reality a little bit. Um, kind of like the... Which ride was it? The Peter Pan ride. Mm -hmm. You're flying over England and all of a sudden yeah, you're next it, to it, Peter and he's huge. It kind of just takes you, you know, obviously to a, a little different world, but everything is just a little bit like things are glowing in a way from all the, all the dark rides that I went on. Yeah. Anyway, it was apparently too scary. We'll never know. Speaking of scary, since it is Halloween, I feel it's appropriate to talk about the Muppet Haunted Mansion special. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that and i thought it was adorable i loved it so the uh muppet haunted mansion special is actually not the only haunted mansion movie coming out so there is the one that came out in 2003 with eddie murphy that bombed i don't know if, i don't want to say bombed i think it, i think it bombed um it didn't do great um but just like the the muppets haunted mansion one they kind of both followed the ride and the way the scenes were yeah. played out like, each new scene that took place was in a different part of the house that kind of the ride existed in. Right. Um, the 2003 movie actually started coming out right when they started coming up with an actual storyline for the Haunted Mansion itself. Which, if you when you, if you just go to Disney World and you ride the Haunted Mansion, you might not realize it has an actual storyline to it. But once you go a couple times, you start getting into the, the mythos of various Disney rides, you realize there are actual a storyline to it. Um, but the Muppets Haunted Mansion, I, I thought was funny um it's on disney plus obviously but it's 
Gonzo basically says stay the night, otherwise he becomes a ghost, one of the Yeah, he haunts. wanted to um I guess do like a magic trick or learn from a famous magician that had disappeared or something like that. Anyway, um yeah, I thought it was really cute. Um they referenced a lot of funny things that happen on the ride. So if you ever have ridden it, there's some times where it shuts down or it stops. And there is a point in the show, well, I say show, it's like a little short movie. Yeah. It was, it was where like, they, what, 45, uh, 90 minutes long? Yeah. The two old, uh, two older gentlemen, Muppets. Yeah. Uh, I forgot their exact names, but they're the ones usually haggle um, Fozzie the Bear when he's doing stage shows. Mm-hmm. They were ghosts and dune buggies basically nagging the riot or nagging the movie yeah. a couple times. Yeah. That was funny, too. One of the things that was really nice, though, was when uh, Piss Piggy played Madame Leota, the head of yeah. the glass. That was the, cute. The woman that came out to like clean her little glass when she kept calling her name was actually the daughter of the ri- woman who was originally uh, recorded for the face of Madame Leota. Yeah, so there's like some cute little cameos in there and whatnot. Um, we enjoyed it. Check it out if you haven't uh, watched it yet. So. And if you have Disney Plus, or you have somebody else's account, that you or share, somebody else's account, you know, because that's and also check out the, the 2003 Haunted Mansion. While while it didn't get great reviews, it's not a bad movie. It's not. There's a lot worse Disney movies out there. There's a lot worse Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Murphy movies out there. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. We're not. That's a, that's a different topic for a different day. But speaking of it's movies, we watched Dune as well, and I didn't see the original. Like, was it from the '80s movie? Yeah, that had Sting in it. I have never seen that. Didn't even know about it until you brought it up, um, and I never read the book. So, don't, so, I didn't have anything going when I watched it, right? No, like, preconceived notions, no expectations. I was fresh, learning this story fresh. So, to give you an idea who was in the Dune movie back in 1984, Sting, Patrick Stewart, um, and those are the most notable actors, unless you're really into 80s actors. Uh, Linda Hunt, if you've seen The uh, Incredibles, the small little lady who does the suits and everything else. But um, the main difference... Oh, and Kyle McLachlan. McLachlan? It sounds like How do you read that? I've only had half pumpkin spice seltzer, so I'm not drunk. McLachlan? McLachlan. Yeah, I think it's a Scottish uh, last name, but I don't think he is like from Scotland. Anyway, um, I I liked the new one. There was obviously... (laughs) Some parts that I was like, okay, that person has almost zero speaking lines. So the the big change between... Okay, so if you, to read the book itself, um, from what I've heard from people who actually read the book, I have not. It's probably a too Herculean task for me to read that one. Is It's a book for book readers who really want a big challenge. Because you're the way the author wrote the book is that there is an expanded history even before the, the actual book begins. So he has dictionaries, he has interviews, he has, he's written this book as if you're reading it from the future about the past with a bunch of different ways to gain, you know, dictionary knowledge from it, Um, which sometimes, especially when you're translating movies over, uh, doesn't always do great, which is why the 1984 Doom movie, I think also kind of bombed, because a bit off-putting maybe, um, it's, it was hard to cram that much into one movie, which is actually the big difference between the two movies. So the Dune, Dune 1984 was the entire book versus this Dune uh, that came out recently is 
part one. So yeah. it, actually, it actually leaves off halfway through the other movie. Yeah. It did actually uh, just get greenlit for a sequel. So there will be a second one. Which is not surprising. The The reviews that I thought were hilarious um, were the ones where they basically said, this is a, uh, I think, two and a half hour commercial for Zendaya doing some kind of perfume. Oh my gosh. That, that makes sense. Or like some type of perfume. I don't know. Or, or like a very, very high end makeup. Or the fact that we are in that movie, I think, like 20, 30,000 years into the future, <laughs> and the main character's name is Paul. Yeah, that's what I thought was hilarious, too. It's like we have all these cool, like, sentient beings and all these awesome technology. We're, like, thousands and, of years into the future. Hi, I'm Paul. What <laughs> the hell? And who's his best buddy? Duncan, Idaho. Yeah, I'm like, wait, please tell me that is, like, a character's name from an old Western movie. Nope. That is... So there was a good point. Jason Momoa's there was character. a good point brought up in defense of it. <laughs> so while while his name was Paul Atreides, they did point out that they that it was a biblical name, and those those things still kind of weigh in in those times, like decades, hundreds of thousands of years into the future. It's like okay, fine, that makes sense. Yeah, and as much as like this was a futuristic sci-fi movie, there were still a lot of old tradition style things that they were doing that kind of mimicked like the olden days like royalty and there were some things that were still archaic that they were doing and wearing so i thought that was kind of interesting um it was a, a mix of like future and past um so a big, but, a big reason why that is um is in the dune and if you read this is if you read the book and unless you guys are going to buy the book anytime soon i'm not gonna anything um the storyline for dune follows a future where uh, they, it's, I forgot the exact acronym, but it's like how we say BC and AD, uh, the Latin words basically before Christ and after the death of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot theirs exactly, but there's their point in time where they started counting is from a time after they got rid of artificial intelligence because artificial intelligence has become so powerful, um, that they decided no, no machinery shall have intelligence. So that's why they went back to they kind of stone age themselves with futuristic technology. Yeah. And how that kind of happens. You, you would think like, Oh, we're going into the future. It's going to be fantastical and everything's going to be amazing. And an AI machine will wash my feet when it's like, okay, we got, we're, we're royalty. The houses are fighting against it's game of Thrones in space, more or less. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. That's a good description to put. Also a floating fat man. Floating fat. Yeah. That was kind of weird. But the whole movie was kind of weird, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'd rate it. How would you rate it? Um, I would say I enjoyed the movie. I would probably give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Are we doing cat paws? I forgot what grading system we were going with. <laughs> Paul rating. Um, I'd probably give it 8 to maybe even 7.5 or 8. Maybe even 7.5? Yeah. It's not, my, it's not my favorite sci-fi movie I've seen lately. Fair. So Now, again, don't take our professional opinions on this. We are not professional movie reviewers, so... Uh, take that lightly when we say eight and a half or, or seven and a half and eight paws. But we have seen a lot of movies. So we I feel like that's our, our background, our experience. We're boring people who go watch movies. All right. This is the last seltzer. This is the maple pear, which sometimes people ruin a pear flavor by giving it apple. So it's not really. That was a good little crack open. It was a crisp. It was a, a crisp. Oh, I can smell that. Oh God! Yeah, that, that smells like pancakes. Yeah, that came out like I'm Ooh. I'm I'm at least two feet away from that thing, and I, that maple syrup smell hit me hard. Oh I my! Like, I don't like the look on your face. Oh, I took way too much. 
Yeah, that uh, is that is that is strong. That's legit. Just pan like pancake syrup. That maple is, syrup. There's no. I mean, I can I can kind of get the pear at the end of it. No, I taste none of. You that. just taste <laughs> your maple syrup. Full I'm, I'm mouth maple of syrup. maple syrup. Is this is this is this what it means to be Canadian? It might be. Yeah, I think this is it. Like as as I'm tasting, that was my second and third taste. Let me try it again. Ugh. Yeah, it is definitely a strong syrupy smell to it that I did. Syrupy smell, mm -hmm. syrupy taste that I'm just like getting punched. Oh yeah, the maple smell is overpowering. First of all, I can I don't even taste any pear, and that's sad because I like the pear, like the flavor of pear. Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so out of the out of the. <clears throat> Let's see what the flavors are. Pumpkin spice, maple pear, toasted marshmallow, and apple crisp. What you say is your favorite? Probably the apple. And I actually do kind of like the toasted marshmallow, but it needs to be mixed with something, I think. Yeah. Mix it with Kahlua. Ooh. And ice cubes. Ooh. Or coffee ice cubes. That's not a bad idea. Not, so I'm right. trying to warn you. All right. All right. But yeah, I'd say apple crisp is probably the, the best out of the four. <clears throat> what about you? Oddly enough, the pumpkin spice is actually is going it? on. No, me. I think it's because it's it's been my palate cleanser, the one I've been sipping at this entire time. Everyone, he has succumbed to the pumpkin spice. It's, it's one of those. He is a basic. It's bitch. one of those acquired <laughs> tastes that you just like you sip at, and it's just kind of like you know what? Maybe it is not that bad. Maybe maybe I'm not giving this thing the oh, benefit. Oh man, you drank too much. That's the problem. I drank too much. I only drank like. Three-fourths of the can. No, but you drank too much of it. I, I only had a couple sips. That's what I mean. Okay, here, try it again. Try pumpkin spice again. Uh, we'll see if we can get you onto the pumpkin spice train. How's it tasting? Nope. Nope, still, like still it. not? I mean, it has like a pumpkin pie flavor, which is like oddly a little bit appealing, but I'd rather just eat pumpkin pie. Just what put a big old pumpkin, pumpkin pie in my pumpkin face. pie with pumpkin spice? Oh, that's... And then, had a, and then had a pumpkin spice coffee afterwards. You know... That's too much pumpkin. That's too much, I think, in a in a whole sitting or a day. Speaking of pumpkins, real quick before we end the podcast, uh, so as we learn, being in New Mexico is not great for uh, cut pumpkins. Yeah, and I've never lived in an area where carving pumpkins where they lasted very long once you put them outside. I lived in humidity pretty much my entire life until we got here, but it doesn't matter. The sun will just kill everything, and they. They looked cute the day we put them out, and then they just kind of look like like shrunken little warped faces. Well, the, hilarious, <laughs> the hilarious thing is your Medusa more or less came in old granny with rollers. In yeah, her she. And then my my <laughs> my uh, scary jack o' lantern became a grandpa with no upper teeth. Mm hmm. Yeah, he he's all gums now. And Man. then yeah, I, I did a Medusa, and she just looks creepy. <laughs> She's, she just stepped out. She does. All those all those snakes just kind of curled <laughs> up, and now they're just rollers in her hair, and she's out there just angry at the world. She just stepped out to go wave the kids goodbye off the bus. She's got her rollers in her hair. Now the kids are all terrified. They're like, I can't go near that house. That, that Medusa's going to turn us into, <laughs> I don't know, not stone. Stone, maybe? Yeah. Maybe not. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. That's a great, that's a good description to call both of them. We'll have to take pictures side by side and post that. Before and afters. Yeah. Because, yeah, like I said, we we got some nice pumpkins from the pumpkin patch and carved them up well. It took hours. forgot how long it takes to do that. Well, yeah, you have to clean out the pumpkin. We probably we probably should have gotten, like, actual power tools to do that with. Well, you live and you learn. 
you live and you learn. Now we know for next year. Exactly. Or we just do it throughout the year and become per pump perfect pumpkin carvers. They don't have pumpkins throughout the entire year. No, but they're not a try. yearly thing. They're a yearly thing, but they're not like around all the time. We'll have to find tiny pumpkins. Oh gosh, we'll be okay. No, <laughs> we're tiny pumpkin people. <laughs> tiny pumpkin people. Yeah. I don't know about that. We'll just get some fake ones. How about that? And that way they'll be just forever looking great. All right, fair. That's good enough. Okay, good enough for you. Good enough for me. Now, before this podcast turns into a pumpkin at the end of the night, here's uh, myself, Chris, signing off. Okay. And I guess I'm going to sign off, too, with uh, four hard seltzers in my hands. Remember, if you really want a taste of flannel, go for that Bud Light seltzer. Yeah, and we will, we will be trying the holiday ones that they have out uh, probably in the next coming weeks for holidays. And by holidays, she means the next podcast. Probably, because they're already out. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we're out, too. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at met underscore my underscore match, where we drop our daily dispute and discuss it on the following show. Thanks again for listening.